Welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, along with Chuck here. What up, what up? What's up, Chuck? Not a damn thing. Yeah, man. You still out there in Mexico throwing throwing eaters with Kenny Powers, <laughs> based on your background pick. Buying, buying Mexican baseball teams <laughs> like uh, Mr. Cisneros. Yeah. Looking oh for God. the charros of um, Capales. <laughs> we... We got Kenny. Pa- we got um. We got Danny McBride. We got Kenny Powers. Still we got, good. We got Danny McBride coming back um, Sunday night. Right, Jim Stones, baby. Three. I so, like that everybody's coming back to that show. By the way, yeah. Like nobody's been recast. It's amazing. Like Walton Goggins, Danny McBride, John Goodman. And, yeah, John Goodman. Um, the younger brother. Fuck. Adam Levine, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Yeah, I, 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 I was afraid I was going to say Levine. I couldn't. Adam Levine from Maroon Five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, what's a uh, Judy Gemstone or it's um, Edie, uh, um, Edith uh, or what's a? Uh, I know the actress's name because she's yeah, a yeah. comedian. But um, yeah, no disrespect to her. Just hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you're looking that up, yeah. Season three coming out for that. Uh, first two seasons were hilarious. Uh, just crazy <laughs> televangelist family um, going Edie into season Patterson. three. Say what? Edie Patterson. Edie Patterson, yeah. She was in Vice Principals with him. So funny. Um, Tim Baltz, BJ. BJ. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Billy, the boy is talking to you. <laughs> Listen here, TJ. <laughs> Yeah, I, lo- I love how they do the baptism in season two. They're uh, he's still he's this big baptism, and uh, baby Billy's calling him TJ like the whole TJ. time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, dude, I love I love baby Billy's character. I just it's hilarious. Every, every other character is great. I just love his for some reason. It's so funny. Yeah, A great name, great great costume. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so outdated versus everybody else. I mean, it's great. Yeah. But yeah, um, we got that coming up. Uh, watched Silo last Friday. I know we recorded before we watched it, but yeah, uh, yeah last Friday was episode seven or eight. Seven. So yeah, seven episode seven. It's a ten episode series, uh, first season. Um, it was an okay episode. Yeah, hey, the show's going in a little different direction than the book from what I've read so far. Yeah. Yeah, I I honestly liked the very end of it. The yeah, rest of yeah. it was like really slow. I thought um, it's an interesting. I really love. I guess for me with the show, is are we going for like a multi season arc thing? And you said there's three books, right? There's three books. Yep. So you know, like slow horse. It, it's funny because. Slow Horses, right, has three seasons, and there's a bunch of different books by the guy, right, that wrote Slow Horses. Yep. And there's three books by Silo. But, like, Slow Horses in six episodes gets to the point. Yeah. And for me, Silo is, like, taking forever to get... Forever. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the problem, and I'm like, are they... Are they trying to make this, like, a multi-season event... Versus like maybe other shows that are, you know, are they going for to replace like not replace, but like Ted Lasso or 
or like uh, for all mankind and the morning show and are they doing like that or are they doing like a limited series around so Apple has another show another show right now called um, the last thing you told me and Blanca mm, yep. told me they read that book um, in our book club and she said it was okay I but it's a seven episode limited series mm. about the book right yeah so like silos three books and you said it's taking a little de- it's taking some deviations from the book or some pretty pretty big yeah. deviations yeah, it's some relatively devi- big deviations from the book in terms of how they get to the end. Um, yeah. the, the TV show is focusing on the birth control and, and being able to get pregnant yeah. and like the, the female perspective of the show. I mean, the book is still from uh, Juliet's perspective, okay. but they stick to more of the tech side of stuff, yeah. which is how they start to find out that something's not right within the silo. Whereas yeah. the TV show is more about the pregnancy and not being able you know, they're, they're withholding from certain people being able to have kids. Um, the, well, the interesting part yeah. uh, is that the books were originally done as short stories, several okay. different ones, and then they ultimately got combined into three books. So the second book is kind of a before whatever happened happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the third book is like the melding of the two. I don't entirely know yet, but I, I think I have an idea of where they're going to take the show. I don't want to spoil anything because yeah. I'm pretty yeah. far in the book, but um, it the lead up to what's going to happen at the end of the season is way different than what's going on in the book. To, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. Like in the book, I've heard nothing of these flame bearers or flame keepers. Yeah. Um, there, there was some talk of the, of the pregnancy stuff, but nothing like they've dived into the show. A great perspective in yeah. this season. I, I liked it with, um, with uh, the sheriff and his wife. Right. Yeah. But hey, nothing like the book. Yeah. Almost. Like for me, in the first couple episodes where the sheriff goes outside and you're like what he sees in his helmet or whatever. And now the guy that stares outside and they see stars some night and when that flash between like normal and desolate or whatever. Yeah. So they've really gone kind of away. Like I was thinking it would after the sheriff and his wife and like explore like made like you said the tech that may be going on in the silo to but it's really gone down the rabbit hole of like the george character and the pregnancy and the judicial versus like the sheriff and like the mayor and like i i what is the power structure and why does the judicial have all, you know, is the judicial like the FBI and the CIA, they have camera. I mean, it's really, I don't know. It's just gone slowly. It's gone away from the part that intrigued me in the very beginning. Yeah, I like, agree. I want to, of course you're not going to rush to find out what's really no. outside or whatever, but I, I don't know. It's really, it's gone kind of a different direction that I would have wanted so far. Now it may loop, you know, next episode may loop it back towards discovering, you know, the what's going on or how they got there or yep. what's outside yep. or what they're doing. But I think it will just based yeah. on the direction that, you know, now that she's, 
you know, in, in this episode, she's found the hard drive, right? She's discovered that yeah. they're watching them. I think that's ultimately going to link it back to where the book is headed. Um, but the deviating part, right, in the book, pretty much everything is the same up until, uh, like, the mayor's death, right? Oh, okay, and then yeah. that's where it branches off is, like, uh, Marnes, the, the deputy, right, that was, like, beaten to death in the book yeah uh it, it like that's different in the, in the book than it is in the show and that's where it deviates and i think it's going to come back together with where the book is going at the end based on how juliet's now found the hard drive so different but okay yeah yeah okay yeah i mean i'm still watching i'm giving the benefit of the doubt i got episode eight coming up this week um hopefully yeah, three episodes left part. yeah yeah because I've, I've found myself more like second screening the show and then i'll have to like look up and like wait what did i miss yeah because something will happen or not happen but it's it's just uh yeah it's i have a hard time staying engaged the last like three or four episodes so just after the first three episodes are they're just like 10 minutes too long in my opinion yeah you could trim some of the fat and it's you'd still get to the point yeah so yeah I want one episode where she just walks the uh, spiral staircase. Like, the whole silo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 147 stories. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I do. I do like that aspect. I will give it that like the book and the, and the TV show. It takes like days yeah. to get from the top to the yeah. bottom. And yeah. I just love that. Like they don't breeze over that. That's so good. No, it's good. It's not. It's not been like it's not like a Westerosi time jump where they yeah. sail from <laughs> King's Landing to somewhere else in there, north of the like, wall hey. yeah yeah in like half an episode yeah yeah um it, yeah it's a good show it's you know it's dystopian post-apocalyptic you know they're alone in this world it, it, it reminds me a lot of i think i texted you snowpiercer i don't know if you ever saw the yeah. movie no Chris i Evans. wanted to and i never ended up watching it but yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's it's out there for free on some of the streaming platforms, but it's a lot like this, except yeah. take it from a silo in the ground and put it on a train, and the world outside is frozen. It's mm. pretty good, pretty similar. Yeah. It's obviously gonna they're they're different in the end, but very basic concept. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I have to watch it. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Silo? Any other questions? No, I think. Um... The books maybe sound more intriguing. Yeah. The first book is called Wool, like steel wool, which is yeah. what they are s- supposed to be using to clean the sensors when, they, when, they, when they're forced to go outside and die. Yeah. Um, the second book is called Shift, and the third book is called Sand. So all, a, lot of them were, a lot of it was short stories that were eventually combined into novels, so there may yeah. be some disjointed parts and why the TV, is, the TV series is having to break it up, but... Uh, so far, the, I've got like three hours left on the first book. It's fantastic. Nice, yeah. I'll have to give it a give it a listen or yeah. read. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Let's um take a break, and we'll be back, and we'll we'll we're gonna give a special treat today. We're gonna we're gonna go through the trailer of Righteous Gemstone season three and give our thoughts and commentary. So um, (laughs) we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Welcome back. All right, so now we're going to talk about Righteous Gemstones, Season 3. 
Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna play the trailer, and we are going to comment in trailer and talk about the trailer. So we've so never this done works. this. So let's see how it goes. It was a long ride, but I knew eventually I would make it to the top. Man, Jesse, shut the fuck up. You ain't the boss of us. I'm the main decider. We're all deciders, Jesse. <laughs> so, <laughs> good timing point on, uh, on Kelvin. I love that Keith is back. <laughs> Kelvin and yeah. Keith. Kelvin and Keith. <laughs> In season one, where he saves the Nancy's chicken, dot, dot Nancy... The daughter of the Nancy's chicken. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I saw Quaif down at the the club sinister. <laughs> yeah, it was the satanic club. The, the, the way she says his name, like she doesn't say Keith. She says Quaif. It, it's so funny. I love it. But so it looks like now I can't remember from the end of last season. So I'm doing a rewatch. And I'm like, I've got like two episodes left. But we know Eli gets shot in season two. Um, so I'm not sure how he is at the end, but we see he's alive. And But it looks like now Jesse is head of the church. Yep. That's right. He got, he, didn't he get shot by Eric Andre? I think so. I was trying to remember. Like, I watched it again. It was, it was like, it was like his, like, motorcycle people on on like oh that's right yeah but yeah i think they were with him because they were he's basically that's right because he's basically trying to kill him so that jesse and them can take invest in the timeshare thing okay the resort timeshare yeah. Yeah. yeah zion's yeah. zion's which, which yeah that was probably one of the funniest things was the motorcycle gang especially when they attacked the hospital and uh bj got that's, the uh fucking throwing star in his head that's where I'm at right now. So good. <laughs> On the hospital episode. But uh, Kelvin. Classic, classic Kelvin and the kids antics back at the post-church lunch, it looks like. Yeah. A cornerstone of the show, the post-church lunch. All right. So we're going to play on here. <laughs> Grow up. It's time! We're picking up where Eli Gemstone left off, a man who's done this job for like thousands of years and is America's Jesus daddy. These are not people of God. They're entertainers, performers, charlatans. So we got, now we got a new character. Coming from the militia. Yeah. Very, very white Christian nationalist of them. Yeah. Like a militia... What I would expect, maybe of um... probably. I mean, they got that. Well, I almost said they have the compound, but so do the gemstones. So I can't yeah. really knock that. <laughs> that was it. Is that the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine, or is that Steve Zahn? Oh, it is Steve Zahn. Whoa! Yeah. But Steve Zahn is also in Hot Tub Time. That is Steve Zahn. Is he? No, is it Steve uh, Zahn in Hot Tub Time Machine? No, that's a different guy. Yeah, that's. Okay. Uh, I was like, uh, I oh, I thought it was the guy from Hot Tip Time Machine. Yeah. I thought it was Rob Cordry, but it's not. No, no, it's Steve Zahn, our friend from season one of White Lotus. Wow. Wow. Good for him. Still rocking the HBO scripts. Yeah. Got to nice. keep him 
in there. So now he's um, a preacher leading his flock. Looks like out on a like maybe a cult or a compound. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how he says these people are entertainers. And going back to like season one and or season two, you you get the backstory that he was the um, uh, oh wrestler. Yeah, the wrestler, the the maniac kid, and he like learned the showman type from being, you know, a wrestler. So yep. And uh, Edie Patterson driving the monster truck. Her character is still insane. <laughs> I still love the story she told of how she hooked up with her professor and then like stalked him and shit. She is crazy. I bought so him a funny. Jeep Grand Cherokee, and then his <laughs> wife was driving it. <laughs> That's she like kidnapped him or raped him or something yeah, like we, it was so yeah, took, fucked up. She, and then she's like, I picked up his son and from school uh, you, on my gemstone letterhead and took him to the beach and we had a great time. And I told him things about his daddy that like for a third grader, you you know, he he caught it on pretty well. Like this whole the whole monologue there of her telling the story to BJ was like I, I like I rewatched it the other day. And part of and that's I just I'm like dying on the floor laughing during still that. Still good, but yeah, she's still batshit. Um, <laughs> Gemstones and, now have another com- competing congregation, as they always do. Yeah, yeah. And the when the first season, it was more like, oh yeah, it was the son and the actor or the other stunt man trying to come back and get the money. Yep. Or get money. And second season, the listens and the other preacher family. And then, um, then the Memphis, Memphis, uh, hillbilly wrestling crime syndicate. Yep. <laughs> and now we got, um, at least one. It looks like we're going to have some other, I think coming up in the trailer, another, Another kind of frenemy enemy, um, at least looks like of the kid. So yep. we got Steve's on. So let's see what this is all about. Fucking crazy, super religious. Love their guns. Hold on, before you get to that. <laughs> Did- did they create their own resort that baby Billy's singing with a seashell on his back? It looks like it. What is he wearing? <laughs> it's like pearl with a suit with the umbrella. Like, that's amazing. That's oh, brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh. Uh, and now it looks like we're going to have our good friend coming up here uh, from Bordock Empire, from Perry Mason. Yeah. what Guys uh, in everything. Yeah. And he was in um uh what's your McCall? What's the other um why am I blanking? What's the other um vice was it vice principals, the stepdad? Oh yeah. Yeah, um, it was his ex wife's uh new boyfriend or husband or whatever. That was way yeah. too nice. Shay Wiggum. Yeah. yeah. Shay Wiggum. <laughs> yeah. I like trying to remember his name, but because I love him like in Borough Empire and then that. Um Dude, he's great. Yeah. I love that he like does all of these like side characters. They're amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got in store. Benefactors is departure. You got to give us another shot. Won't you battle for me? Yes, ma'am. 
fucking Simpkins. I'll drive on behalf of my family. So, who's this? The Simpkins actor looks familiar. Yep, he was in, um, I think he was in one of the Blade movies, to be honest with you. Uh, that's where I know him from. Okay. Uh, um, his name is, uh, I got it right here, Stephen Dorff. Oh, that's right. Okay. I knew he was like kind of um, famous. Yep. Blade. Uh, that's what I know him from is the first Blade movie. Jeez. He's in a lot. He's in a lot. Oh, he was in True Detective uh, one season. Yeah. I think in season three, if I remember. I'm just trying to, I was trying to find the cast, um, you know, season three on online just to have some reference, but. Yep. So I'm wondering if he, he looks like maybe he's like either a race car company owner or a politician, you know, with a suit. I'm not really sure, but we got we got people from all over the place. Shay Wiggum has his own congregation at a racetrack and his son wants to take over to Stephen Dwarf. Like, good God. <laughs> all right. Ew, what are you, what are you doing? Let it happen, fuckers. On behalf of my family, I will drive too. Dude, it's so awkward. All right, so that's it. Still uh, funny. Quick trailer, but. It looks like it's going to be another fun season. Oh, yeah. Jesse just thinking he, like, runs and knows everything with his little experience. I hope there's, like, some shenanigans, like the first one. Like, remember when they, like, used to party with the hookers and stuff? And then, yeah. like, their buddy, like, accidentally sent their email chain to the wrong person. That was hilarious. And they, ex like, ostracized him. It was so funny. Yeah. No, the whole, um, I mean... The whole Atlanta, like that whole string of them <laughs> in Atlanta and like Chad doesn't delete his emails and his Mandy, his wife, finds emails is like, Jesse, ATL was, you know. It was lit or whatever. Lit, like uh, <laughs> a, lit AF. <laughs> Just, yeah. And then they do the screening room and like Chad and Mandy bring their kids. And he's like. I thought I told you to leave the kids home. We couldn't find a babysitter. And he still goes and shows the video. Like, <laughs> look, look, I didn't, Chad's there with a prostitute. I didn't do, you know, like. I didn't do nothing. I didn't touch nothing. Just, oh, so good. And, they're doing, and he does cocaine and he's like, they're like, hey, where's the crack? And he's the, and she's like, oh, you're doing crack too? And he's like, I had to counterbalance the coke. You had to counterbalance the coke. <laughs> oh, this wow. show is amazing. Like, dude. Macaulay Culkin was Baby Billy's son in the in the current times. That's hilarious. Yeah. What was yeah. his son's name again? He was weird. Yeah. Um, it started with an H. Uh, Hart. Uh, Harlan. Something like that. Um, Harmon. Harmon Freeman. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> just watch an episode where he abandons him and his wife at the pet store. Oh, He's like, yeah. "You're either one kind of per you're either a, a, a dog person or a cat person." He's like, "Which one are you?" He's like, "Oh, you cat boy. <laughs> <laughs> you a cat boy. <laughs> you're gonna need one of those today." <laughs> uh, He's so, so fucked up. I can't wait for this show to come back. I just like right before I was watching, right before we start recording. 
or the part where he had the the trailer like attached to his BMW and and oh, uh, dude. they confronted um BJ and um and uh his wife and um I'm like Edie Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't remember the character. <laughs> uh, Judy. Yeah, Judy. Confronting um, him outside there. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off and he rolls the trailer, and then he just gets out and starts running. Like well, first, he runs out. They they call his name, and he runs and hides behind the trailer. But like his arm and leg is still sticking <laughs> out. Like <laughs> and his face on the trailer too. <laughs> He's like, we see half your body. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! Yeah, his man, his baby Billy's miracle elixir. Yeah, two squirts of this, no more COVID. <laughs> so good, dude! Just his, oh, such a character. Yeah. So, yeah. By the the time this comes out, will be Friday, and Sunday will be Righteous Gemstone. So we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. We also have Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Um. On Thursday, the day before this episode gets released. So um, next week, we'll probably be talking about Black Mirror and Righteous Gemstone. So I think... Looking uh, forward to it. You know, with Black Mirror, I really wish they would... Again, this is my kind of complaint with Netflix. Because last time, when they... Last season of Black Mirror, which was like probably, what, three years ago? And they released three episodes... And I watched them all three at the same time, and it's like, all right, now I just waited three more years or however long for the next five. So I think I'm going to try to space them out because I just don't want to run right through them. I want to like soak them in. So I'm getting I'm probably, getting that way with some shows where I have to space them out because yeah. give me eight hours, I'm gonna blow through a show. So yeah, I like. Marvelous Miss Maisel, we're doing like one episode a week. It's final season. The last episode's already dropped. We're literally doing like one episode a week to just try to savor the flavor. Yeah. No, that's smart. And I, I mean, that's what, um, yeah. I mean, I watched Jury Duty like all in one, oh, yeah, one day. And then, uh, there was another show that I watched basically like two seasons of like in like three days. So, yeah. it's, you know, I want to, I need to, now that the shows I've been watching on Sunday night are gone, but now we got Gemstones back. So I think I'll probably throw an episode of Black Mirror up uh, maybe first. So that yeah. way I can have the comedy to cleanse my. Bring uh, it back up. Yeah. So For sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, uh, anything else that's on your mind this week? No. Pretty light this week. Uh, our our big shows in it, I dude. I, I just keep going back and I see so much Succession content. It literally was maybe the greatest TV show ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the little uh, Wes Anderson stuff, oh. like the vignettes on Instagram and stuff. So good. If Succession were done by Wes Anderson and just all the characters and hilarious, dude. Yeah, yeah. And if if you haven't watched the the office vignette of to the oh. succession song, it, it's freaking fantastic too. If you're an office fan, <laughs> nice. just type in office succession, and there's like a really cool like 
done to the opening song of Succession, like of The Office. It's just nice. <laughs> it's so well done. I love it. We're never going to get an intro song like that again. No. Till White Lotus season three comes out. Yeah, I can't wait till that and see how they how they change it. Yeah, when Kendall is in season three of White Lotus, <laughs> mourning his, the loss of everything. Yeah, that'll be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. My Anything dog, else from your my side? Dog's, my dog's eating a, a hot tamale I dropped on the ground. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, about the no. All right. And <laughs> I had to get it out of her freaking mouth before she uh like dies of you know whatever dogs aren't supposed to get from hot tamales yep today's episode brought to you by hot tamales also known in the northeast as boston hot beans oh yeah red red hots red hots (laughs) yeah yeah nice and efficient yeah all right. Well, yeah, appreciate everybody kicking it with us this week. I'll be in Wisconsin for the next couple of days. Uh, this episode will drop on Friday. So we'll be coming back next week with uh, probably a little bit more silo. Uh, definitely. Uh, Gemstones. What do we got? Gemstones. Can't wait. I probably will watch a little bit of that on the on the on the plane. So good. And when um, you fly some, back. Uh, Sunday night oh, post nice. post episode. So, yeah, I should be able to catch it at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Download at the airport, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, be sure to check us out on all the uh, podcast platforms, Instagram, you know, website, kickingmedia.com, email us, canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com, you know, and uh, tune in next week. We'll uh, have more content for you. As uh, Chuck likes to always say, 